Welcome to the FootballCoachesCorner.com podcast, where football coaches come to collaborate. On today's podcast, we break down yet another article by our offensive coordinator, Kirk Brown. This is Mark Holcomb of the Football Coaches Corner podcast. This article will be available for download at www.footballcoachescorner.com. And as always, feel free to email us with any questions at fbcoachescorner at gmail.com. Getting into a 20 personnel set with two split backs and a shotgun formation gives the offense many advantages. Not only does it give the offense two and possibly three running threats with a quarterback, but it also maintains a passing threat with three receivers and two running backs coming out of the backfield. In high school football, running backs and the route combinations can create problems for defenses because linebackers may not match up well with a back out of the backfield. A creative way to put a defense in a bind out of 20 personnel is to utilize what we call in our program comet motion by the running back in the backfield. This motion is a pre-snap motion by the running back going behind the quarterback and the other running back. This concept is a cheap and easy way to create conflict in the defense without giving the quarterback a lot of intricate rules that he has to execute. It also gives the offense the ability to either get the ball on the edge to a dynamic player or to utilize another option within the run play. The nice thing about this, this uh, motion is the reads are the same for the quarterback while that creates a lot of repetitions in practice and the ease of carryover in your offense. Uh, this, for, this actual motion what we call comet motion, and what some teams call push, uh, I think in the old end zone system that was called tear or free motion, uh, can be done from multiple different formations. Uh, you can go two by two and motion the slot. Uh, you can go empty, motion the same slot over and use the same type of motion, two back uh, and motion out. Or if you want to do it uh, from and add a quarterback run, you can go in a three by one set motion out your running back, what a lot of people call push motion, and then your quarterback run can uh, be set up based on the movement of the defense. The nice thing about this is, this is these are all the same reads for the quarterback, and it's easy and it looks like multiple plays in one. In this article, we're going to strictly talk about uh, two-back, and what we call our two-back comment motion. Uh, just to give you a, an idea, last season uh, when we – incorporated this type of motion out of our offense, we ended up averaging 8.48 yards per play. And that can be both a pass, a run, and sometimes we did screens off of that uh, as well. Uh, by giving this motion, you can uh, have a post-snap look with a run-pass combination, a run-screen combination, a pass-screen combination, or a pass-pass combination. And all these are, we have the ability to attack uh, the defense based on adjustment by whether it be a linebacker moving, uh, an adjustment secondary from spinning from too high to one high, or even some teams will will play will move the front. Uh, in terms of the actual motion, the quarterback will send the running back in motion and snap the ball using whatever cadence you use in your system when the running back is about three yards outside of the tackle, or in some cases if you have a formation with a tight end. Now this motion is full speed and the running back should not look back for the ball until the ball is snapped 
we, we give our guys a landmark and tell them that if you are in the uh, to the wide side of the field, we want you to take five steps as fast as you can like you're stealing a base uh, and then look back when the ball is snapped. To the boundary, we give our kids a landmark of three steps as hard as they can go. Uh, we don't want to bow our motion backwards like a banana. We want to make sure we keep it flat because we want this to be uh, a forward pass if it's made. Uh, the quarterback basically is reading the same thing all the time, and we'll talk about the different plays that we have off of this. But basically his movement, he is looking for anything that moves below what we consider what we call to be the hard deck, and that's about a, an eight-yard line across the formation, across the defensive formation. And uh, we're looking for any type of movement or adjustments underneath that area. We give our kids a hard and fast rule, and we say we're looking for four yards per play when we run comet motion, whether it's a give, whether it's a pass, whether it's a screen. Uh, any extra yards we get, you know, is just uh, uh, something that uh, we like, but we want to set a goal as four yards, and sometimes these things will bust uh, for multiple yards. We have a couple of clips that you can download uh, in this article, and you can see a couple of our uh, longer passes and longer runs too. Uh, the basic read, what we do is we call uh, any type of run with our Comet Swing. So you're looking at a, uh, a, a two, by, two by one set with two backs in the backfield, and all these are drawn up and illustrated in uh, Coach Brown's article. Um, quarterback's going to read a couple of different things. Number one, we're going to read the box, and if we have five or less in the box, uh, we're going to run the football. So uh, one of our plays, we run a, a, a GT counter, and so what we'll do is we'll send the running back in motion now. Uh, if you can imagine this, if you're looking forward, the running back to your left will go in motion. The tailback remains to the right. So the running back and left will go to the motion behind the quarterback and behind the tailback. And what we're going to do with five in the box, all right, is we're going to run our GT counter or our counter tray play, and the quarterback is just going to read the backside end. The backside end will just be like any other uh, read play that you have. He's going to read the backside end for a pull or a give read. Now, when you start talking about more uh, defenders in the box, more people to read, that's when the actual comet part comes into it. Uh, so now, let's say you're, you're facing a, a six-man box. So we're going to do the same type of motion with a back to the quarterback's left. All right, and what we're looking for is any type of movement from uh, a linebacker or at linebacker level. If we get this movement, we feel like uh, we're starting to mess with the team's run fits and we can, uh, you know, find a gap that they're not in. And uh, the same blocking rules are going to apply in everything that we do. We feel like we can either uh, be even or plus a man when we're getting this. So basically the, the read for the quarterback is very simple. If the linebacker to that side goes out, if he flows outside of the box, we're going to hand the football off because now we have a numbers advantage in the box. If the linebacker stays in the box, then the quarterback is going to immediately turn and he's going to throw the football to the swing route or the comment motion by the number two back out of the backfield. Now, you know, our quarterbacks, as they get repetition at this, get better and better uh, each time. And so we're not, we're not trying to put the ball in the belly of the running back and ride him. If we don't get movement, we're going to turn and throw it as fast as we can. Uh, if we do get movement, 
the quarterback's going to put the ball in the belly of the running back, and whether depending on what play we have called, uh, whether it be a read play for the quarterback or whether it be just a, a something where we have C-gap to C-gap block, then we'll just hand the football off. The nice thing about this is we can run the same play three, four, five, six times in a row. We can get a different outcome uh, multiple times. So it's easy to you know package these plays and just run them back to back, run them with a tempo, uh, or run them multiple times, and you'll get a quarterback pull sometimes. Sometimes you'll get a running back handoff, and sometimes you'll get the swing pass uh, from the quarterback to the back going out of the backfield. Uh, our in in terms of our wide receiver blocking, uh, basically uh, what we tell our receivers is we're going to block the most dangerous man. Now the two receivers on the outside are going to try to find the D-gap defender. Uh, we communicate our, our blocking calls with what we call a you-me call. So the inside receiver, if he's going to block the D-gap defender, which might be you know a, a, an outside overhang, a Sam linebacker, a nickel, all right, or it could even be a roll down safety, if he's going to block that, that person, he'll just say me, me, me. And the other person, the receiver to the outside of him, the number one receiver, will say you, you, you. This gives us a, a great way to communicate those guys so they can make sure that we're, we're on the blocking scheme and we don't have any miscommunications whatsoever. If uh, the outside receiver has a better angle to crack or to block the D-gap fitter, then the, the person over the D-gap fitter, the inside receiver, will basically look at the outside receiver and he'll say you, you, you. And so that lets him know that now he's blocking the D-gap defender and we basically get uh, what, what is an X block. Uh, and, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people, we see a lot of different adjustments to this with, uh, with movement, with safeties rolling down. And what we'll do is we'll, we'll try to fix that with, uh, with our passes, which we'll talk about later on and which uh, Coach Brown goes through extensively in this article. Uh, again, if you want to see this download, this article, just visit our website at www footballcoachescorner.com and you'll get a free download of this included in this is uh, the drawings the article and the video uh, just to give you a couple of ideas of some different runs that we run uh, we talked earlier about counter tray uh, we can also run our pin pull scheme or a truck scheme which is running pin pull away so now we're giving the uh, the linebacker basically a pull in his face so it's a little easier read for our quarterback uh, we can also tag this with what we call our ISO, or it's basically just a G-wrap, where the guard and center are folding and leading up on the, the linebacker on the opposite side. Again, this gives, if you got teams that are reading strictly guard pulls, then uh, you know this is gonna get your linebacker flowing pretty quick too. Uh, another run that we've used in the past is our uh, tackle wrap, or what many people call our dark play also. Again, this just gives you uh, good angles uh, it gives you a good puller, good athletic puller leading up on that linebacker. And again, your quarterback is just getting the same read. And we're, we're talking about the same read again and again, which makes your quarterback more efficient in being able to do these things too. Now, uh, a lot of teams will start to do some, uh, some different things uh, in terms of you know, bringing the, uh, the D-gap fitter up pretty hard. Uh, as soon as the, the comet motion goes out, they'll just send the D-gap fitter and push him all right, straight to the swing route. So we have a couple of things that, uh, that we like to do uh, when it becomes real hard to block him because he's keying so quick. Uh, what this does is this opens up 
the the hook curl region right in behind him and makes that inside linebacker really have to push out of the box, which gives us a better better numbers in the box to hand the football off, or it gives us space if he stays in the box for us to run our stick route, which is what we try to run a lot of times. Now, what we will do is we will run a zone uh, and lock the backside of it so it gives us protection from C-gap to C-gap. Uh, we can also run our uh, G-wrap or our ISO, uh, and we can also run uh, our dart play, pin pull, any of those work. Uh, we kind of went away from the, the counter tray because with a counter tray, you're getting the two pullers. So if the, uh, if the backside end triggers, then uh, your quarterback can get hit quite a bit or it's kind of tough when that, that five technique, uh, uh, the de defensive end gets into the passing lane of the quarterback to the stick. Um, but again, the quarterback reads remain the same. You're still reading linebackers uh, and we're just using those things to carry over too. One thing that is also built in, in our stick route, our outside receiver, our number one, is running a fade. So anytime you get a team that's running a cover two scheme where they're pressing or a hard, a hard cover two where he's defending the flats, which was what some teams will try to do to combat that swing route, is you automatically have kind of a home run shot there uh, versus a cover two. Uh, another route we like to run besides our stick is we like, like to run uh, double slants. Now you can see Coach Brown's done a great job of, uh, of diagramming how we run our double slants on kind of a little bit of a different level to make sure that that uh, outside linebacker now who's pushing, all right, cannot cover both slants. It's a pretty quick uh, throw for us. Uh, obviously an inside release by uh, the number two running the slant, but the outside player is more of a, uh, more of a square in, but it's, uh, it, it, you can see that on our drawing, uh, how coaches fit that in there. And it's, uh, he's done a really good job with that. Uh, when we want to talk about aggressive safeties, uh, so teams that are trying to roll to three. So what some teams will do is they will, they will send the D-gap player immediately to the comet motion or to the swing route, and then they'll roll the safety on the snap of the ball to try to take away our stick or our, our double slants, uh, things like that. Once we start seeing uh, that motion roll into cover three, we now know that on the backside to the single receiver, uh, the D-gap fitter is now basically gone. He has removed himself from that area. So what we will do now is we will tag a backside glance post. And what we're trying to do here with this single receiver is basically to stem up the corner and win inside. And the quarterback has a great area to throw the football to. Uh, now we can, you know, again, pair this with stick, double slants, and we can just tell our quarterback, you know, think backside because if the quarterback starts to see that rotation, then he knows he's basically got a one-on-one -on -one route to the backside. The nice thing and the carryover about this is we can also tag this with our zone lock play, our G-wrap play. We can also tag it with pin pull. We can also tag it with dart. Again, I think you have to be careful when you're talking about GT counter because of that backside in and not being able to, uh, uh, you know, always cover that guy who sits there. Uh, one of our home run plays that we look at also against a cover three look or two high safeties that are trying to roll down is what we call our lock play. And this is basically uh, just a stalk and go by the outside. So we're, 
you run Comet a couple times, you throw the swing route, uh, you're starting to get the safety to, you know, key down real quick. You're starting to get that D-gap fitter to kind of, you know, get nosy or, or rush the, uh, the swing route really quick or the corner starting to try to play that too. Uh, we will run stalk and goes by our number one and two receivers. And what we're trying to do here is we always teach our kids that uh, the number one receiver is going to stalk and go and he's going to try to stay down the numbers uh, so that we can use the outside just like we would on a fade ball. Uh, the inside receiver, the number two, is going to stalk and go. and We'd like for him to get to the middle of the field. This helps us against uh, if, if a team, we feel like they're going to roll to a, a one high closed middle of the field and they stay too high. Now we have a one-on-one -on -one shot with the outside player who's probably going to be, this is going to be a called play. So it's going to be something that we've seen from the box or the coaches have seen. And so we would run that when we want to try to get, when those guys are getting nosy and we just want to try to get down the field. So this has been a, a very explosive play for us, uh, what we consider to be our home run throw. And the nice thing about it is it's just basically a pump to the swing route, quarterback resets his feet and gets the ball in the air. So you're talking about uh, a 10 to 15 yard throw. You're not talking about a 40 yard throw uh, down the field. Now uh, we, do, we do work some drop back concepts out of our Comet. And basically what we're asking our Comet uh, receiver to do now is he's basically gonna be the number three guy in our, in our uh, swing route. He would replace a lot of concepts where you have flat routes or arrows. He would just be the number three guy. And now his route would be on a swing again to expand that guy. Uh, Coach has a couple of routes drawn up on here. Uh, the two routes that, that I just wanna talk about a little bit is our snag route, uh, which the outside receiver is running the snag or the sit behind the uh, flat player. And the inside receiver is running a, uh, a corner route. This gives us you know, a high low on the corner uh, and it's an easy read for our, our quarterback. Again, now we're not going to, when we're talking about drop back, we're gonna go straight drop back. We're not gonna, going to uh, worry about any kind, of, uh, in, any kind of reads in the box. We're gonna call a pass protection or we're gonna call a run, but we're gonna leave a tag in there so that our players know not to go down the field uh, because we're gonna throw the ball. We also, we like to run a lot of vertical switch routes uh, and this is uh, something that's good for us too, because now you got that Comet guy coming out of the backfield. So not only do you have the vertical switch route, but you have your check down uh, to your Comet guy also. And then uh, sometimes we'll try to go with, uh, with some double post uh, and just you know, hit a home run, especially if we get a, a one high safety look. Again, if you uh, uh, are interested in the, this article, you can download it at our website which is www.footballcoachescorner.com. Uh, we have multiple things uh, available for download there that are free, and I just want to invite you to visit that. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is um, what we consider to be our slow screens. Now, this is a uh, using, again, the same comet motion out of two back. And again, we really, really like running this out of two by two and motion that guy above the quarterback and the tailback and taking him across. And what you basically have is, again, a same, the same type of read for the quarterback. So you're gonna read the inside linebacker for any type of movement. So you've got a swing route, all right, to the twins. And then on the back side of that, we have a slow screen uh, tagged with it, uh, which could be 
you know, obviously your your tailback's going to do this, but the read for the quarterback is still the same. So let's just say we wanted to run uh, two back, two by one formation to the right, and we want to run stick to the right, and we want to run a screen or a slow screen, a tailback screen to the left. Read for the quarterback stays exactly the same on the motion. We're trying to see what the, the linebacker to that side is going to do. If he pushes out with the swing motion, then we know now we're going to go back to our slow slow screen on the backside to our running back. If the linebacker stays where he's at and there's no movement, again, in that eight-yard uh, uh, hard deck we're talking about, then what we'll do is we'll throw the swing pass. So, again, you're talking about two plays in one that are packaged together. You could run these four or five times in a game and get different outcomes uh, when you run those all the time. Now, as far as the blocking scheme goes on our screen, uh, just like a lot of people do, our number one receiver uh, to the screen side is going to push crack, and he is going to make sure that uh, he is push cracking to the first linebacker inside the box. That's his goal to get that guy, because a lot of times that's going to be guys that are maybe man or maybe spying the running back, so we want to make sure we take care of that guy. Our uh, tackle to the play side, to the screen side, is going to take a quick one-two set, and he's blocking what we call the sidewalk. So he's going to go straight down the sidewalk to where the cornerback would be uh, located. And we have one rule here. We say you're straight down the sidewalk. We want to make that cornerback go around you to the backside of the play to give us a little bit more grass to run. So we know sometimes it's harder for uh, uh, linemen to block those athletic kids out there. But we want to make sure that we get in the way and make that guy go around uh, and slow his path down. The guard to the screen side will give us a two-count set, and he is going to block what we call the alley, or basically uh, the hook curl area uh, to any for any kind of force defender who's coming down when he sees the screen late. Um, our center is basically a cleanup guy. Uh, he's going to do, you know, basically we call we call find the rat. So we're trying to get the uh, – could be the linebacker trying to scrape. Could be a defensive lineman trying to uh, catch the running back from behind on the screen or trying to retrace his steps. So the uh, the center's in charge of all that there. Um, Coach, I hope you've enjoyed this uh, broadcast today. And uh just want to say that the Comet concept has provided an easy way for us to get to the edge with a great ball carrier while still, still giving us the ability to run between the tackles and a physical downhill run. Uh, this article... Uh, only provided a few of the uh, things that we do out of one formation to keep things as, as basic as possible. Uh, but we're going to spend some more time on this later on another podcast and talk about the different formations that we use. And I uh, just want to invite you to email us uh, at fbcoachescorner at gmail.com with any questions that you have. Again, there are video clips associated with this uh, that are tagged in the article. Just click on those and it'll take you right to our uh, our YouTube channel, uh, visit www.footballcoachescorner.com to download this and many other uh, things that we have available for you. Uh, keep those questions coming for any topics that you would like us to discuss also. And until next time, continue to coach with pride, passion, and a purpose.